Welcome to Affording College with Aaron Green, founder and president of College Liftoff. How in the world are you going to afford college in this day and age? With an average price tag of about $150,000, you're buying each kid you send to school a house. It really is a scary thought. So what can you do? How much should you have saved by now? Is there a way to solve this problem for your family? That's why I do this podcast. I'm Aaron Green, and I run a premier college planning firm in the Midwest called College Liftoff. I'm here to tell you that there's a right education for your child no matter who you are, no matter where you live, how much money you saved, even no matter what your child's grades look like, etc. And I'm going to tell you how. So I'm in studio with Alex Green, my wife, and our communications director here at College Liftoff. Hi. Hey, so it's it's a cold December Monday morning. It's not that cold. <laughs> it's just, it's rainy and it's dark as I'll get up. If you're in the Ohio area, you know what a gray, dark late fall winter day looks like mm-hmm. it looks like that probably yeah. but 50 percent of the time <laughs> right, right so i don't know it's it's just monday yeah, it's a, <laughs> we have no excuse it's just monday we're just making up excuses now come on um but we thought we'd get on the horn today and just talk about the state of college planning we, we ran across an article this weekend in usa today um talking a little bit about a company um that's doing something similar to this and and it's it's a company that from a couple of Harvard grads where they're actually um, starting an entity that's doing more work to get students internationally into the States and this than the other uh, to go to schools here locally. And they've raised a ton of money and they've got supposedly offices everywhere. Alex, you did a real d- deep dive into this article. I think the the takeaway, and I, I mean, I tell me what your thoughts are, but I think the takeaway for me was just like, dude, college is is so important and it's something that every you know kid out there is trying to get to and every parent out there is trying to get their kid into and um you know it's the largest predictor of of somebody's future income like it is the thing whether, whether you know higher education whether yeah, higher it's a four-year call it you know yeah. I'm, we're not even talking about that but you know education is the thing that the vehicle that gets you to your future career your future success like your ability to provide for yourself and your family and and you know this is like set up for your life but we are completely treating it in this crazy way um where it's just like we're throwing spaghetti at the wall like so this article um that you sent me basically about a a college planning firm um that isn't really a college planning firm but it's kind of a scam it sounded like they i mean they when they investigated like nobody was there there was no like office nobody showed up but you know it was these Guys, these Harvard um, students that said, well, we got into Harvard, so we could help you do it, too. Yeah. Um, and and really preying off of um, international students that want to get into American Ivy League. So there's even further, um, there's like an either in further uh, degree of removal there um, for, you know, being able to account for where the money is going, what work is actually being done. These guys are like, well, we'll tutor your kids and help them get ready for the ACTs and SATs and stuff but like like what there's no there's no measurables assigned to it and there's no regulations assigned to it so it's kind of like like why 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 is, do these things exist why are people spending money you know p- parents are, are going to spend their money and their time and their energy trying to help their kids be successful and if you know these are the only ways to do it that's kind of weird because there's no um, regulation or, or measurables attained to it, so ha- a- a- assigned to it. So how do you even know? Well, 
I don't know. I'm just like kind of over uh, college has gotten to be this thing where we're, everybody's like, everybody wants to be in and wants to be in the best quote. I'm doing air quotes here. Best college, but nobody really knows how to do it. So he, we're college planners. We run a college planning company. Maybe that's why it's so frustrating. <laughs> yes, because we've put time into this. We've been in this for 10 years now. There is no right or wrong for a regulation, I should say, for how this is being done. Uh, yet now here's you're you're posing two arguments here you're posing i know the, the, i'm just it's monday <laughs> you're talking i haven't about, had coffee yet <laughs> you're talking about college itself being nuts and crazy and how important it actually is it's so important but we are treating it so crazy i think that's the point i'm trying to make so let's talk about that in one instance which is look the truth is this is just as big of an investment into your Everything like this is you buying a house for your kid. This is you buying retirement for your kid. If not, you're spending the same resources that you would devote to both of those things in the same quantity to this. And we're just literally letting 15 year olds dictate it. And that's insane when you think about it in that regard. So when you say that you're buying a house for your kid, what do you mean? I think what you're trying to say is that that's this like you're spending that amount of money I'm saying that you're spending, yes, that amount of money, but also this level of investment and that important. If you're buying a home, it's a pretty significant portion of somebody's life when you buy your first home. Right. Now, with a level investment, I completely agree. I would argue that when you're buying education, it's even more of an important investment because this is these are these are the tools that they are going to use to create their own life. I'd agree. I'd really agree. I mean, again, you can't sell it like you can a house. Yeah, you're right. You can't like you can if you're like shoot, I bought the wrong house. I bought a money pit um, or I just want to cash out, whatever. You can sell a house or- And move on from it. You can sell stock. Yeah. You can't sell your education. No, because the truth is there's (laughs) no hard asset. It's in your brain. There's no hard asset to it. There's nothing tangible to it. There's nothing tangible to it. It's only worth as much as you, the student who gets it, deems to be worth. And then the person sitting across from you that's getting ready to hire you. It's completely subjective. You know, there's no- there's no right or wrong or reason think, for the education. Yeah, You're right about that. I might be super impressed with your degree, but if the if like if somebody else might not be. Yeah, exactly. It's completely what whoever is getting ready to hire you thinks that thing is worth mm-hmm. in the end. And there's no appraisal process like when you're buying a house. No, shoot the, the loan. Think about that. Like the even the loans aren't even structured. Like you could have a 15, 16, 17, 18 year old sign off on just as much debt. As you as it took for you to sign off on your house with three witnesses and forty five signatures, you know, right. it takes that to do so. The truth is, this is a big deal, and we've got to start treating it as that. Again, it's only worth as much as that person that's getting ready to hire you deems to be worth. In the end, there's there's real. It's very hard to measure this thing unless you know how to do it right. And this is why we spend so much time on career development work in our practice because if I can help a student a student really hone what they want to do. And this isn't about saying I know exactly the major and the job that that kid is going to have for the next 40 years of their life. That's where I think we get hung up in that conversation. That's for a whole different day. Um, It's about having a starting point in a career path and taking the interest that that kid has and actually plugging it into something that actually makes tangible sense for them. I'm not going to take a creative writing personality. You're more of a writer. Your degree was in communication. Mm -hmm. I'm an engineer by trade. I do math. I took all of my English classes in high school or community colleges, so that way it didn't affect my GPA because it'd be terrible. You wouldn't <laughs> plug me into a marketing program today for that. That that's where we have to find our ways where this student really, where our students can really find where their starting points are. Are but at least then 
I have some form of a measurable, as you described earlier, finding some way of measuring this thing to say like, okay, now I can determine which schools are good at what based off of starting salaries within the departments that we're looking at in that respective degreed area. Basically, you go to school for supply chain management. I need to know if you're making 30 grand a year or 50. And I need to know which schools are doing what at it and who's actually placing. Because to your point earlier about subjectivity, Harvard has a supply chain management degree. So does Wharton. And Michigan State's still the best program in the country. <laughs> so it doesn't matter in the end which title or school title you really have. It's about understanding the core pieces of what the investment is made out of with this education piece. Helping the kid find out what they want to do, finding the schools that actively do that best, and to start using the term good, not in just Johnny's neighbor's brother went there, but by actual measurables that say, this school placed this many students into jobs with this starting salary in this degree field. That, to me, is a way to determine good, and that eliminates the subjectivity, and that way we let industry dictate this, and no longer are we just having college tuition being decided by footballs being thrown into a can. Well, that's like a whole other thing. So we back to... Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah. We'll get to that. Sorry. So, we'll explain that part. <laughs> we were talking before. But, um, but so back to what you're saying. So so the, that is that is how you're explaining how we help students like find their best career path and their best school. And, and we have measurables. I think what you're saying, you know, is that we have measurables that prove that this works. And... Um, but there are no there are no regulations across the board, nationally, internationally, locally, anything. So you know, like you'll have college planning companies that are um, promising to help students like get into the right school, or most of them are like here again, air quotes, like the best school. But you know, the best school for you is what we do. But anyway, like they're just doing it in their own methods. You know, so so we have methods that make sense. And I'm not trying to make this sound like no. we're the best. It's no. just that, you know, that's why we do what we do. That's why we're on this talking about that's it. That's why we've because tr- we want like to create a standard of this. Spent, yeah, 10 years trying to create to to hone a way that works to help students get into the right schools for them and help them save money so that they're not, you know, in debt for the next 20 years of their lives, sometimes more. Um, but, but not every, there's no regulation. So there's no way to say that all college planning industries are going to have the same success. So we've got two parts here. We're talking about college itself being nuts. And here's the thing about that to wrap that part of it up for what you're describing. That is the wild, wild west. Also schools change their, how they admit students every year. Every school has different approaches on how they actually admit students on any particular year. And it could be based off of the fact that they just didn't get enough freshmen in the previous year. It could be the fact that they're trying to fill more majors in a specific year department. It could be the fact they want more international or out-of-state students because they draw in more money. But the fact is that those admission standards per university, per 4,200 of them, change every single year. So you're dealing with something that's overtly complicated. Basically, we're stating that. Now we're talking about this college planning piece, which to me is a direct result of that being too crazy. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Right. So like in that when you're talking about buying something, again, of a large asset buy of almost two hundred fifty thousand dollars over the span of four years, if not more in some cases. And the fact that this is your kid's future and the fact that it is completely unrecognizable to whatever we as parents went through. Now we're talking about something in the same method. When you go to buy a home, you think, I need a realtor. You need to start thinking about this in terms of, I'm getting ready to plan for college. I need help doing this from a college planner and a good one. But the problem is, 
that's a completely fledgling industry that we exist in. It's the wild, wild west also in a lot of ways. In fact, I kind of like to think of it like early, <laughs> follow me in this and uh, audience, but my wife is used to me taking these crazy tangents. Uh-oh, what are you going to say? It to me is like the, uh, the medical industry, medicine, in turn of the century, 1900. And why I say that? Because it was all about tonics, but nobody knew what tonic meant. <laughs> You're right. So you just kind of walked. You saw these guys that walked around and said, I need a particular I have this thing that's going to cure this ailment. You didn't know what was in that. You had no idea all the things that were actually being sold in that particular thing. It was just a guy walking around in a bottle and said, this is going to cure all the things. Right. That's kind of where we are. There was yeah. no regulation to that. And as we kind of adapted more medicine science in this, we grew to actually have the FDA. We have medicines that do work. What I'm really stating is that medicine isn't the problem. What they were offering was medicine, but what what was the problem was the fact that it was completely unregulated yeah, and there was no no standardization of what was happening. Right. So you're saying that's what we need. We need like a, a FDA for college planning. I I would say uh, I would say we at least need some type of standardization for both of those two things. Interesting. Because we need to understand that this is that. This mm-hmm. is of that magnitude. Again, like you worked in realty. You know what it takes to buy a mortgage in this, or to buy a house in this country. I mean, you literally have to have three witnesses and sign your name for 45 minutes. It takes that every single time because you have to go through a title company. Like, that's the rule. That's mm-hmm. the regulation that's existing there. Mm-hmm. You can have a 15, 16, 17-year-old that literally goes on a computer and signs off a 40 grand in student loan debt without even their parents being around. Right. It's insane. There's- Which now leads them to wait, the next part. <laughs> Of what we were talking about when you said throwing footballs in cans, as to why people do such crazy things to try to get like a student uh, to get tuition relief. And here's the thing, and what we're describing is we just came off of uh, the championship game weekend, and we we're in Columbus, the conference championship, conference championship game weekend, mm-hmm. and we, you know, every championship game at halftime, Dr. Pepper does the football tossing thing, and you win like a hundred thousand dollars in tuition, and every time. Dear listeners, um, my husband gets really up in arms and starts yelling at the TV. Yeah, every single time. Here's the thing. I'm not mad at the kids. No, If it was me, I'd do the exact same thing, whatever it took. Sure, if you're going to give me that money for that, great. Societally, Dr. Pepper, all of them that are involved in this, college football that promotes this. Yeah, that's really the problem. You're you're telling me that my future is worth me throwing these footballs in a can. And if I can't get to that, then I don't have a future in some cases. Like, I can't pay for college because of that. Like, so I have to basically win this carnival-esque contest to get an education in this country. Well, it's like and how, that's how we're treating it. Well, it, it kind of devalues the education, too. It, I, yes, I, I, I that's why I'm up in arms about it. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. See, he's yelling again, yeah. guys. <laughs> Just kidding. We're literally, th- this is what it's come down to. And... Until we wake up in this country to understanding that higher education is more than that, I think we all inherently know that as parents that we want the best for our kids. Oh, yeah. But for some reason, we will not think about planning for it in any other measurable other than my own preconceived conditions of this and Johnny's brother went X and we think this is good. I think we're all kind of like, well, this is the way it is, so... Mm. You know, it's it's yeah. a, just a level of kind of acceptance because, you know, nobody's really thinking about it as as deeply. 
Well, we're here to change that conversation. <laughs> Always. and Because yeah. you're right. You're 100% right. <clears throat> we make sure that every family that walks to our door, before they work with us, understand that. Because if you don't, this isn't going to be the right thing for you. You're going to just throw a lot of money at the wall. Your kid's going to change their major five times. They're going to be in school for six years, and you're going to overpay for it well, by $100,000 more than it should. That sounds like super um, – I mean, that – I'm I sorry, mean, but that's, that, that's that, why that bias can happen. Out, but. Sure, that's not necessarily going to happen. But what is necessarily going to happen is you are going to overpay for an education that might not be the right match for you, and you, you may end up with um, – more debt than you would have had to um, in some cases. And, and that could be, you could be like 90,000 in debt. You could be 20, you know. It, it, but those are two very big numbers. They're big numbers. And that's, There's that's, a big difference between them, but they're big numbers. And, but, and the thing is that that's going to follow you through your life. So yeah. as a parent, you want the best for your your kid growing up. So, you know, you want them to be successful adults. That's That's why you parent. That's why you raise children. You're just raising future successful adults. Agreed. So, so if you if you are doing the wrong thing to set them up for success and you're actually hindering them, you know that that's what we're trying to. Avoid. Well, and that's what goes to us as parents is understanding our preconceived ideas of what we think of in this educational front. I know we all want what's best for our kids, but that's when we have to step back, just like in a lot of things in life, and say, "Am I the best to actually navigate this? Do I really understand it? Is this, yeah, it, it, me driving this educational train?" Is it best for my student or to actually get some professional help from somebody that knows how to do this? Because if you turned around and said you wanted a house, again, I keep going back to it, you would automatically go to a realtor. You wouldn't think twice about it. So, yep, that's, I mean, basically that's why we do the podcast, just to raise awareness and to help people, to help families out there. So, yep. hopefully somebody has enjoyed this conversation. Hearing this rant. (laughs) And is enlightened from our rant. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Well, thank you for sitting in with me today, Alex. Oh, Anytime. (laughs) College Liftoff can help empower you to make college affordable for your student. If you want to learn more about your options, Aaron will be responding directly to your emails. Email him a question at Aaron at CollegeLiftoff.com. Thanks for listening to Affording College with Aaron Green of College Liftoff. If you'd like more information, visit CollegeLiftoff.com.